six this is episode four we did it we made it past three coming back at to you episode four this is a good one guys how's everybody doing today how you doing brian i'm good yeah work was good today glad to be here man and uh it's hot out there at 98 degrees whatever it is it was was 108 today at our shop so it was pretty warm out there today right on nature's doing its thing Mm. whether we want it to or not that's right (laughs) well if you've uh Catching the podcasts, go back and refresh one, two, and three. <laughs> See what those things are about. Yeah, follow up, follow up, get a little history of where we've been at, who we've talked to, and uh, why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, um, we've, been, a, we've been getting some good comments, too, that you told me. We've been getting some good feedback. Um, people are, are telling us that this is this is something they needed to hear. This is something they want, they're looking forward to. The more episodes we turn out, the better. Um but we want to talk about something today, right? That's uh, yeah. really prevalent nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, it's still taboo. People aren't talking about it nearly as much well, we're as gonna, they need to. We're going to talk about it tonight. Yeah. We're going to talk about uh, mental health. And uh, the question is, are you competent to counsel or help someone else out? Wait, say that one more time. That was a little stuttery there. Mental health, are and you, are you competent to counsel or help someone else? Perfect. And uh, hopefully by the end of this uh, segment, these episodes, you'll be able to say, you know, I am able to help someone else out now that uh, Mr. Greg, Mr. Brian brought to light some uh, information and they uh, basically got out there and they talked about it. Yeah, and you, you all would be surprised how qualified you actually are. Um, basically, if you have a heart, yeah. And you're willing to talk to somebody, you have some boldness, you're qualified. Yeah. But uh, Brian has, has taken a lot of time to put together um, some good resources and material today that we're going to discuss and talk about. And uh, he is literally going to take the lead on this because um, this is something that's that's close to both of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've dealt with these situations in the past and we don't want to go too heavy into what we've dealt with. But I think everybody knows, you know, IGY6 is there for a reason. Um, it's to tell everybody they got their back and that, that uh, they're not alone in this world, right? They're not alone. They're not alone. Yeah. Um, and then we're on top of that, we're trying to give men a purpose, but this this can spread across uh, the two genders. That's right. Uh, men and women can both benefit from this this uh, discussion that we're going to have and that's some right. of these resources that you're going to give us today, right? Yeah, that's right. All right. So I appreciate that. So, you know, just for the listeners out there, people know I'm a clinician. I don't currently work in mental health, but I've been at the bedside as a registered nurse for about 16 years and have access to uh, all kinds of research and data and materials. And uh, Greg's, uh, you said that at the end we could add the show notes so people can go back and say, hey, where did they pick this information up? They didn't just pull it from there. Uh, but, I, you know. Um, yeah, if anything, they're going to be on either our Facebook page or our Instagram perfect. page. Okay. Um, so they, they will be accessible. If we can put yep. them on the podcast page, I'll do that there. Perfect. Well, I'm going to go right into it. This is uh, directly from, you know, the title of the podcast tonight is Mental Health. And uh, 
first of all, we're just going to define it real quick. This is not my definition, but this is uh, taken directly from the uh, American Psychiatric Association. This is a uh, guide for mental health, a guide for faith leaders. Raise your hand if you're a faith leader. I didn't say you had to be a pastor or a mentor, or, but if you have faith and you believe in the one, well, guess what? You're a faith leader. Yeah, I hope so. So uh, we're just going to define it real quick and then uh, leave some statistics here to, to help you to chew on. I'll kind of... Read this uh, definition right here, and I quote, it says, uh, mental illnesses are health conditions involving significant changes in thinking, emotion, or behavior, or a combination of these. Mental illnesses are associated with distress and or problems functioning in social, work, or family activities. Mental illness is common. Uh, nearly one in five, which is 19%, United States adults experience some form of mental illness in a given year. Uh, one in 24, about 4.1%, has a serious mental illness. And one in 12, about 8.5%, has a substance use disorder. Uh, mental illness is treatable. Uh, the vast majority of individuals with mental illness continue to function in their daily lives. And uh, I just think that's uh, it's good to pay attention to those types of uh, statistics right there. That's current from uh, the APA, American Psychiatric Association, 2018, just last year I, I got this from. So, Well, and you know, something that's kind of sobering about that, those are just statistics of people who have come in and said, I have a problem. Um, those are reported issues. Those statistics are um, not completely 100% real-time. They are uh, uh, a little bit on the low side, right, because most people – I don't want to say most people, that's a pretty generic or generalized term, but a lot of people who are out there that uh, suffer from mental illness don't go to anybody for help. So they can't become a statistic because they don't, they don't go get help with it. Yeah. So those are reported issues. That's right. Right. That's right. And, uh, another one here too, is just, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll dive de uh, deeper into the next segment, the, the different types of symptoms and stuff like that associated. But, uh, the, the one that people most know, or they're, they're afraid to say the S word, the taboo word, which is that word called suicide. And right. this is just an additional statistic here, same document I'm reading here. Uh, suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States. The third leading cause for youth aged 10 to 14, which I didn't know that until I read this. That's pretty young. The second leading cause for people aged 15 to 34 and each year in the United States, an estimated 37,000 people die by suicide and 1 million people attempt suicide, which means that there's about 1 million people each year that, att uh, that attempt it but don't actually have a fatal incident. And here's the thing that I think is helpful for me and you, Greg, and, and just even some of the guys that we come in contact with our life. This is, a, uh, this is it right here is that men are nearly four times more likely than women to take their own lives. That means for every one woman, there's four guys that are going to say, "Hey, I've had enough." Right. And that is that 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 br that branches uh, all the spectrum of the of the races. Just saying, if you're a male, right. you're four times more likely than a female, right, to want to take your life. Yeah, and that 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 just goes to show um, the perceived and real burden that a lot of men put on themselves, and uh, uh, the male. Um, portion of humanity has uh, taken on a lot of those burdens not to say that women or female have not taken on those burdens but um, if the man feels 
necessarily that he is overburdened and, and uh, overwhelmed with stuff. One of those outcomes is what we're just talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, I'm going to transition here to a, another reference here that, um, by the way, is this making sense to you, man? Is this stuff you feel like? You know, it's, it's, it's clinical. And that's that's why you're doing it. Yeah. To me, um, I'm I'm very relational. Very, yeah. uh, you know, let's talk. Let's let's get this out. Let's find out what's going on with you. But there is a a point in which um, I don't have the qualifications to diagnose or uh, say to somebody they are okay or they are not okay based on my emotional relational. Uh, 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 position in somebody's life right Mm -hmm. so as much as i want to try to help somebody out emotionally and relationally and hang out with them and do stuff there are a lot of people out there that actually need clinical help yeah and it it helps to be able to identify that somehow from my perspective being the guy that's not a clinician being a guy that's very relational going man as long as you know i'm i'm out there helping i can make a difference to a certain extent i think that's true but I don't want I don't want to mislead anybody in thinking that once you listen to this podcast, you are now qualified to. No, we're not trying to say that. We're just trying to say, hey, the, these are some um, helpful tools to help you either figure out how to be a better friend. At this point, it's, it's information, right? Yeah. It's information, um, but to be aware of it because yeah. a lot of people look right past it, right? Yeah, that's right. It's a good point, and uh, you know, again, we're not. Uh, Full disclosure, not trying to diagnose or help you diagnose or making this, but we're helping you to give some information so you could, if you think something's going on. Right. If it smells right. like a fish, it probably is. So. Yeah. And 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 just real quick to, to uh, give everybody out there an idea of um, why we think this is important, not, not just because of the incidences on the news and stuff like that, but we do have some um, stuff that's pretty close to our hearts that, that has happened in our past. Um, not only to myself, but to others that, that has indicated that this is something that needs to be addressed. And if we're going to be real men and we're going to be talking about stuff that men need to deal with, um, this kind of stuff is important for men to talk about. Hey, you know, we can be, we can be strong, we can be tough, but we're not putting up a front saying that we're strong and tough all the time. There's times when we're very weak and we're hurting bad and there's a lot of men out there that think they have to keep up that shield and they, that they they can't let anybody inside their inner circle. And if I'm going to be perfectly honest, that's bullshit because the men in my life know that if I'm hurting, I'm going to come talk to them. And the men in your life and you and, and all that around, um, they need to know they've got somebody that can talk to them and they're, they're, there's not going to be any judgment no matter what has happened. Um, it might not be something that's easy for us to swallow, but uh, moving forward, I just wanted to throw that little bit out there that, you know, this is something that we all have to deal with. We all have to take on and we all have to um, acknowledge as something that's important. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, the uh, I like to, you know, I like to piggyback up on that there and help to uh, kind of bring some, maybe shed some light or maybe a different point of view or, or a different opportunity. I, uh, I pulled some articles and pulled some research uh, from Dr. Satz. Uh, this is all an uh, article that he wrote back in, uh, back in the day, back in the 60s. Like I said, I'll, I'll reference it later. It's Thomas Satz, and he was a psychiatrist, not a, uh, it was a, a, not divinity trained, but he went to a traditional medical school. 
And uh, he, he, had, he wrote an article here called The Myth of Mental Illness. And so he's implying that, hey, maybe this is a myth. Uh, and I'll just quote here, and I quote, This position implies that people cannot have troubles expressed in what are now called mental illnesses because of differences in personal needs, opinions, social aspirations, values, and so on, that all problems in living are attributed to a physiochemical process, which in due time will be discovered by medical research. He further goes on to say here, and I quote, many people today take it for granted that living is an arduous process. It's hardship for modern man. Moreover, derives not so much from a struggle for biological survival as from the stresses and strains inherent in the social intercourse of complex human personalities. He's, he's saying that, is it possible to believe that, that what they're calling mental illness right now, is, is it possible to believe that maybe it's just, hey, guess what? You live on earth, and it's hard to live here. And we have stresses, we have difficulty, we have trial, we're going to have trouble in this life that these things are now, oh, well, you have a mental illness, when, in fact, is it possibility to entertain the idea that you're just responding to living in a fallen world? So so let me, let me ask you this. Is this, do you think it's him more saying this isn't a, a condition that we have, i.e. A, a, a psychological problem that it has to be, dealt with with medicine or whatever but it's something that we're constructing in our own minds because we're too stressed out about the surrounding area that's precisely what he's saying but he's not excluding the fact that hey there's medical opportunities for you to take advantage of but he's saying he's deducing here making a a, a broad statement saying hey, look given the normal circumstances of living on the planet would we not normally react to this as thing called Problems in living, right. not mental right. illnesses. Right. Raise your hand if you can't relate to, hey, I live here. I'm a man. I deal with stress. I deal with challenges, bills, laundry, people yelling at me. Right. Guy flipping me off. And, right. Oh, I need to go take a pill. Right. Oh, I need to go see a therapist. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just responding to the world in a right. fallen world after Adam. Right. They had, we're fallen. There's right. no, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Well, um, yeah, no, that's. That's something that we gotta we gotta focus on. We're gonna take a couple minutes here. Gonna take a little break, and then uh, we're gonna come right back because I I know you got a lot of stuff going on there. Hey man, I, I hope this helps somebody. Yeah, well, it too. helps me when I go over this stuff. We'll discuss it more in depth, and if we have to make this a two parter, we will. Hey man, all right, be right back. Nice little break. I don't know what you put on this podcast in between the the sounds sound good. I don't know where you get those tunes, but they sound good. They sound good. They work. I like Just that. Just a little buffer music to give people a little intermission time yeah. when we go. Maybe one day we'll rep somebody's product if it's uh, worthy. Hey, if, we, if somebody if wants <laughs> to be on our podcast, you'll get, we, you'll get a good exposure. If we think it's worthy. If we think it's worthy. You're not worthy. We'll have somebody... <laughs> 
We are Sparta. <laughs> no, we can't do that on here. No, right we on. can. So, okay, we're coming back now. We're just um, right in the throes of a of a reasonably heavy subject. Yeah. Um, we're not trying to bring anybody down, uh, but we're not trying to joke about this either because this is something that's uh, surrounding everybody nowadays. I think anybody listening probably has someone in their life or knows of someone through someone else that whole six points of separation thing yeah that has suffered from some form of mental illness has had an incident or um known somebody that's gone through some yeah. issues and uh and just real quick full disclosure i am not an expert i am a professional but i don't claim any authority uh expert witness or testimony on any of these things I'm, uh, uh, that, I'm, uh, that I'm, I'm reading from is that anybody can find this information and read and interpret the information, the data for yourselves. And if anything, this is meant to be informative, not all inclusive or uh, diagnostic or therapeutic in nature. It's strictly, we said we were going to talk about this and be informative. Right. And, and I think the best way to put it is we're, we're two individuals that um, have a, a real heart for the relationships of, of men yeah. um, and are, are trying to help each other figure out how to make our way through this life That's right. one day at a time, right? And That's right. Anything we can do to help that, enable that, uh, to prove out there to other guys that we do care and then we want to make sure that everybody's healthy, not only physically but mentally, yeah. um, including ourselves. We have to look in the mirror every night and we know if we're in the good place or not. That's right. And um, so, yeah, out there, that's it's just a disclaimer. We're not professionals. Yeah. We're just guys who care and want to make sure that you all know that uh, there is plenty of help, um, including IGY6. That's right. If you're in this area, you come on out. Uh, we'll we'll talk and help and, and do anything That's we right. can. So this next piece, I'm just going to, you know, I, this came from uh, J.E. Adams. He's got a book. He's got a bunch of books from the Adams Library. Uh, he's The book's t- titled Competent to Counsel, and it's uh, an introduction to neuthetic counseling. Basically, it's a fancy term for biblical counseling. And nice. so there there's an idea. And so what's the idea, Brian? What's the idea, Greg? Uh People have been listening to this podcast. They know they show up, hey, what we're about, and that we have a faith. And so if you're going to be helping somebody, I think it's a good idea always to go to the counselor, right? the supreme counselor. And so I'm just going to read here real quick. This particular section of his book here is talking about qualifications for counseling. It says, what are the qual?" And I quote, this is from J.E. Adams' book, and I quote, what are the qualifications for counseling? In deciding the question of competence, it is important for Christians, disciples, to determine the biblical qualifications for counselors. In Romans 15, 14, Paul wrote, And concerning you, my brethren, I myself also am convinced that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and able to admonish. What's that word admonish mean? In my other Bible, it says, able to instruct one another. That's the premise. That's where J.E. Adams come from. Sure. And so if you're not a believer, right. You're not competent to counsel. If you are, you're competent to counsel. And if you don't own that, well, then what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That's what I just yeah. I'm not, I don't want to glaze over that. Yeah, we are competent because of who God says we are. Now that doesn't mean you're the expert or you're f- fallible or you're going to make a mistake, but you're competent because you have something to say 
to admonish and build and strengthen, encourage someone who may be in a situation that is not doing too well. Right. And we're right. talking about mental illness, right? Right. So, right. I don't know. Does this encourage you, man? Does this make sense at all? Or? Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. And that, the, the, you know, you hit on that competent to counsel, um, somebody who's not a believer, uh, not being competent to counsel. It doesn't mean that there's no wisdom and knowledge there in the things that you say. <clears throat> I think where it comes from is a, is a heart of what's the true authority of your counsel, of your wisdom. And the true authority is, can't be from you. Because if it's from you, then it's man-made, it's, it's self-driven, it's selfish, it's, it's got to be a selfless wisdom and selfless knowledge. And what is that? Well, ultimately, the scriptures are very clear on, on where we should get, where we should derive our, our focal point and our wisdom and our knowledge. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a difference between spiritual knowledge and worldly right. knowledge. I just want to interject right? real quick. Uh, that, in, yeah. that you're on the right track. So if you're listening to this, because I'm hearing myself talk again, if you listen to this, that... God's given people great talents and gifts. Right. They may not necessarily know it or believe in him. I'm not saying that. There are people who know how to do stuff that are not believing in <clears throat> who God says. Right. Um, but uh, the, uh, the, the, what I'm saying is, is that if there are a believer, that's like the uh, supreme authority. We're not saying there aren't people out there who have education and knowledge that can counsel you and give you good advice. Right. But there is a higher advice counselor right what we're talking right. about and right. that's found in the good word right exactly and that's i'm not trying to take away from somebody who has excellent worldly education exactly from the best the best of the schools and, and institutions of learning right what i'm saying is you and i have a faith we know that 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 would be great hey are you also a believer well okay now we know where your heart's right. guided exactly from. now we can come at you from a different angle perfect so uh does that make sense? I think mm-hmm. I find that encouraging to me. It is, you it know, is and I, I wanted to read something else here too. This is from uh, some some of our listeners may or may not know who Viktor Frankl is, but uh, he was a Holocaust survivor, and uh, he was a he was a uh, he was a uh, psychotherapist, and he actually wrote some good stuff from his experiences of surviving the Holocaust. And like I said, all this stuff that I'm talking about can be found on, you just Google it or Amazon. Uh, once again, I'm repeating myself. We'll leave the the connection so you can go back and read this stuff for yourself if right. you're inclined to study and, and, and brush up. But uh, And I quote, this is from Viktor Frankl. He wrote back in 1967, uh, this article was Logotherapy and exi- Existentialism. I'm having a hard time saying that. But it says, it goes without saying that meaning and purpose in life cannot be prescribed like a drug. It is not the job of a physician, doctor, to give meaning to the patient's life, but it, way, but it may well be his task through uh, existential analysis to enable the patient to find meaning in life. And according to uh, logotherapeutic teachings, meaning is not really lacking in any life situation. This is due to the fact that even the negative aspects of human existence, such as suffering, guilt, and death, can still be turned into something positive provided that they are faced with the right attitude. And Dr. Frankel has, uh, has spoken on, he was able to use the, the, the worst of the horrible situations that he could have ever found himself in, survived it, and said, hey, even through that, while I was going through that situation, the Holocaust survival, uh, lots of those people survived, lots of did not, but he found meaning in his life through that. 
Right. And a, a reason to keep fighting, a reason to keep living, a reason to keep trying in the worst of situations. Right. Right. When death really was All more around. than likely imminent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is this making sense at all? Just if you're listening to this, I hope this is encouraging your heart. Yeah, it's it's something that we all have to think about that I think we want to shy away from because it seems like it's it's too hard to comprehend, um, especially when we're going through a struggle or something. When you're when you're in that depression mode, when you're in that 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 hole, that pit, whatever you've fallen into, and trust me when I say I've been there a couple times, um, it's hard to look out and see that ray of sunshine and grasp onto it and pull yourself out of the hole Yeah. Uh, because we isolate ourselves. We pull ourselves away from those who would hope to help us. Sometimes that misery is so um, comforting, if you will. And I know it sounds like a weird thing, but anybody out there who's experienced depression or experienced any sort of isolation from a social environment will know, um, and this is just my experience, not my clinical diagnosis of anybody, but will know how almost seemingly hopeless it is to pull yourself out. And if you have somebody reaching for you, generally the only time you feel the need to reach back is if you have some sort of tie with that person, some sort of relational connection um, be it a family member, be it a spouse, be it a brother or sister, somebody that says, hey, you know, we really do care for you. And I know it sucks right now, but somebody who can kind of relate to you in a way that you need to be related to. Um, and that's such a broad spectrum. And I, and I, I don't want to try to, to, you know, pretend that I know everybody's level of depression or whatever's going on. But that meaning is so important that you talk about, Brian, because it takes a really unique individual to be able to pull that meaning out of thin air and to, to ride it to glory, essentially, you know, to, to, to do that. And so that individual that you were just talking about, that doctor right there, he has a really strong will. Um, and it's something unique about him, just like every human being has something unique about them that, that allows them to do something athletic or uh, smart or whatever. And so when somebody has that kind of resolve to pull them out of a really dark place, that's their talent. But not everybody shares that talent, right? And so I think what we're trying to do right now is enable everybody to understand that the people that you experience close to you, that you may see and go, oh, well, they're just having a bad day. It could be a lot worse than that. It could be a lot worse than just having a bad day. Um, or if you see them happy and you go, wow, they, they seem you know just fine, but I know something just happened. Um, it takes a real intuitive person to go to that individual and go, Hey, are you, are you sure you're okay? Cause the stuff you just dealt with, the, the, the experience you just had is not something that most people would get around. And if, if people can be approached without that, without judgment, with compassion and caring in, in their heart, um, then any counsel that's received will be, will know it's not for a form of correction, but Hey, I, I'm just here to help. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. And that's, you know that's the you're you. Uh, I'm just gonna say it, bro. Look, I've been down in the dumps in times of my life too, and I've had some thoughts that I'm not proud of. And um, fortunately, the little faith that I did have, you, know, I held on to that. Uh, fortunately, uh, the some of the friendships that I did have were there. And I think God works in amazing ways too, man. You get a phone call, you get a 
a knock on the door, you get a text, a friend comes back in your life and you're like, what's going on here? And, and we'll transition to the next part about support groups and therapies and a kind of like what IGY six does on Saturday mornings. We'll talk right. about the next segment, but you, you said earlier, very beginning of the show, Hey Brian, you're coming with some uh, some science and some data, and people uh, there there may be some number crunchers out there who want facts. But you opened up with Brian I, relationships, right? And at the end of the day, if if your relationships are solid, I think you're more than likely going to be able to hang in there, man. Right. And even though you're you're still dealing with life as we know it here right. on this planet, right? That's and I think I think it goes back and forth for the people that 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 are down in the dumps and and not doing too well for whatever reason. Having somebody that reaches out to them that has the boldness to reach out to them and and say, "Hey, I wanna I wanna be close to you. I wanna help you out. I wanna talk to you. I wanna be a good friend." But also those individuals that are reaching out that are trying to help. You can't save everybody. That's not what we're here to try to do. We're just trying to. Uh, uh, explain to everybody that the closer relationships you have around you, um, the the more substantial your life seems because now you feel a sense of responsibility to hang out with your brother. Hey, I need I need to be there for my brother because his son or daughter just went to the hospital. I need to be there for my brother because of this. Doesn't mean you're not going to go through your bouts of depression, your bouts of, but it helps you get out of those real quick. Yeah. Why? Because now your buddy's in a bad place. You need to get out of your bad place yeah. to help him out. You know what I think about? Are we good on time here? Do we need to transition? No, we're or, good. We're the good. the I think about the one body, many parts. You know, no one is going to walk around and say, uh, with their arm cut off, squirting out, you know, fresh arterial blood. Hey man, your arm has been chopped off. It's bleeding to death, and you're like, "No, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, right. uh, the rest of my body is good." They're gonna say, "Bro, somebody just chopped your arm off," and you're right. like, "I'm good. No, I'm good, man. I'm good." One body, many parts, and that's from the good word. Right. And we need to be connected to the body, which we know who the head of the body is. And right. it, it, no one's gonna walk around with a gangrenous foot, you know, right. or, or it's like black and blue, and say, "Oh no, I'm good, man," because my my kidney's good, my head's good, my my teeth are good. But dude, your foot is rotten black, but you're saying that you're okay. It smells. I can smell your foot. It's rotting. The That's one body. We need each other. We're right. connected to. I said last podcast. Right. The vine. The vine. The yeah. body. Now that's good stuff, man. Um, and and to chew on that for a little bit, we're gonna we're gonna take a little break, and then we're gonna come back. Um, uh, you know, we're just doing our thing. We're just talking. We're hoping it's helping you. We're hoping it's helping. So we'll be back in a little bit, guys. Thanks right. a lot. Back last segment here tonight. We're going to try to bring the tempo back up. Hope you get some encouragement going on and get you to laugh, a smile, and uh, highlight. You know, lift it up. It 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 it's it's funny to me to know that two jarheads 
when we met, we were <laughs> 19 years old, 18 or 19 years old, right? I never thought we'd be here at age 25 something years We had now. no knowledge of what anything was in this world other than what the Marine Corps told us it was, mm. right? Yeah, good, good start. What we got out of boot camp, yeah. that's all we started in this world with. That's it, man. And uh, I think, you know. God had other plans, maybe, I think. Oh, he, he knew what was going on. But I think, you know, as we evolved, as we, as we developed and adapted to our situations and our environments around us, um, we, we always talk about the two types of, of Christians, two types of individuals we know, those who have been punched in the gut. And those who haven't yet been punched in the gut. And who will, right? Yeah, well, that's both of us, man. We both can speak for that. Yeah. And uh, this last piece, we're going to just uh, try to close out and uh, talk about, you know, some of the, you know, if you want to, let's just call it what it is, IGY6. We don't say it is, but it's a therapy group. It's a support group. <laughs> it's a brotherhood group. It's a, it's a, uh, we got each other's backs group because we do talk about on Saturday morning what's going on. Yep. And uh, how do we how do we rephrase that? Because even well, though that's the truth of it, the truth is we're we're here to help each other out and support each other, right? We don't like that word support, but yeah, we just use a lot of camouflage and concealment. So we people need don't know we what need we a are. caveman term. <laughs> we need we need an atavistic yeah. caveman term. We're just we're the bro we're, we're the brohood. You know what I'm saying? That works. But uh, I'm just gonna read here from uh, some stuff that uh, would help encourage you, but. Um, you know, you may be dealing with stuff out there, and, and you may think that you're struggling with some anxiety, some depression. Maybe you got some your behaviors up and down at times. Maybe you even got some PTSD you're dealing with. Uh, maybe you even got, this is a hard one, some addiction stuff. You know, uh, yeah. let's call it what it is, alcohol, drugs, whatever. I mean, you name it. An and addictive it, behavior. Addictive behavior. Um, and that so maybe buying too much coffee. Yeah. And we're not the only ones that talked about that, but this document that I was reading from earlier, which was a mental health, a a guide for faith leaders, I'm just going to read real quick. Uh, It's talking about support groups, and it says, uh, many types of support groups are available online or in person to help with mental health and substance use concerns. Joining such groups can provide an opportunity to learn how other people are coping, hear their stories, ask questions, talk about personal experiences, and help others. Groups can be facilitated by professionals or by members of the group. And there's a role for spirituality. Studies show that people involved in a religious or spiritual group of some kind have a lower risk of premature death or illness than those not involved. The reasons for this apparent benefit are not well understood. However, the fellowship, the goodwill, the emotional support offered by religious and or spiritual groups may also promote healthy living and mental health. And I think that's encouraging. And what stands out to me is you ever been to a group where you're the one sharing what you got going on, but some people there are sharing, they don't share what's going on, and they're kind of like faking the funk? We don't do that on IGA 6. They're there for the donuts and coffee. Yeah. They're like, that's the thing. You got to share your experiences, too, because you said earlier, man, the relation, when you really start sharing, well, hey, oh, man, hey, you know, I'm the same way. I deal with that, too, man. Sharing. So do yeah. I. People are like, oh, I can uh I can open up now. Right. I can talk right. about it and not feel like accused, judged, right. condescending to because you're relating to the other person. Because you're you a, relate to them. You're a human, brah. It's gonna happen. Nobody out there is perfect. Do you know any perfect people? Human beings on this planet right now that are perfect? On uh, no. No. The one that walked on 
Water. Right. We're not talking about he he's perfect. He is, but he's not here with us right now. He's not in this room talking. His presence is he's with in, us. He's in my but he's in my heart, bro. He's in your heart. It is in my heart, dude. But if if we're gonna get real about it, if we're g- <laughs> there's no more perfect on this planet, yes, I get if you. If we're gonna get real about it, there's no examples on this earth. Um and the examples we have sometimes fail. Um I've known scenarios where individuals in the church have decided to to take that final step, and that's shocking to a lot of people, but we're human beings that all have um, a sinful nature, that all have a a, a false sense of um, uh, purpose at some point without God, and that's what's confusing. Um, The one individual that knows everything, uh, God, uh, we need to trust him and that he knows better than we do, right? Um, and that's that's where our faith comes in, to help us to look towards a, a future that, that um, is without pain and suffering. But this earth doesn't show us a future without pain and suffering if we plan on staying here forever. And that's what's hard for a lot of people to get past, is that they don't understand the hope of an eternity in heaven. And that's what we're trying to help. Um, we're not preaching. That's not what we're trying to do. Are we teaching? We're trying to teach and we're trying to relate because um, anybody that knows us directly, anybody who's met Greg and Brian. Knuckleheads. Man, we are idiot supremes. <laughs> we we have messed up left and right. Um, I've, I've messed up. I personally can run down a list that, that would make a lot of people go, are you kidding me? Why are you guys even on the radio or podcast or why you guys have a group? It's because we don't want other people to go through the things that we have. And if we can help in any capacity to steer guys out of that place – that's why we're here. Yeah, and that's the thing too, man, is um you know, being able to I know for a fact like you know, people about my life that have helped me that I look up to mentorship and teaching and stuff like that. The the guys have been very open with me. They're like, Hey, hey man, you're doing good. I'm saying way, hey man, I I I got this list. there's a country song out there that says I don't know who sings it, man, I'm I'm gonna tear it up here, but it's not that I've um I'm doing that much more better in life. It's just that I'm making less mistakes, dude. You, right, can, right. can you can I, can you feel me? Yeah. I haven't figured out. Yeah. I'm just making mistakes lesser. Right, right. I'm still screwing up. Yeah. I haven't like achieved extra knowledge or something. I'm just making right. less of those same mistakes. Same mistakes. Yeah, man. Really bad. Yeah. And I think that's a, a good point. Actually, is if you can, if you're aware of the mistakes you've made in the past, if you're aware of the the things that tore your family apart or torn yourself apart or just been risky at doing that and you're able to um, see those coming up in the in the future to avoid them yeah to avoid those decisions or whatever because um, if we're talking about addictive behavior or you know um, something that's compulsive something that we feel like we can't get past that's where you need that clinical help right? yeah yeah but if we're looking at something that we just need some discipline for that's where your brothers help you. That's right. And, and accountability. Yeah, that's right. And then, you know, like we said earlier, hey, leave the professionals to the professionals. Right. This stuff has hopefully been informative to you. There's professionals out there that can help you better than Greg and I can. But, right. you know, we're also like, uh, you're, you know, we're like the first responders out there in like uh, training and fitness groups and uh, men's support groups, whatever. Hey, because we do have a faith. We're like, hey, we're, we've been down these roads too. Right, we've gotten some help from ourselves, uh, right here, and right. yourself too. We, we right. you know, we've see, we've we've sought out help and counseling from people who can help, and we're just trying to pass that on, saying, "Look, man, it's not like this thing you got to be ashamed of." Right, it's okay, man. And guess what? 
your life is good. Like it's good, man. If you're still here today, listening to this, man, and you're driving to work, or, or you're just getting home and you're afraid to walk through the door, you got this stuff going on, man. It, I don't. And I'm speaking from experience because we both dealt with loss and hurts and stuff like that. Even Ryan right. was talking about last week. There is a God. He had a son, and it is worth living. I'm, right. I'm just saying, like, I, you know, we're we're gonna spin our wheels to the to, to to the to the cows come home because of the Great Commission, and we're right. that's where we're trying to plant these seeds, man. Right. And there there is that that even though it seems like there's no hope, there's always hope. Um, and there's always and, and, somebody. And we give people hope. We're trying to. We're we're really trying to give people hope. How they receive it is up to them. We can't we can't be in control of how people receive the, you know the the stuff that we're we're talking about. But what we can do is, you know, talk with passion, talk with conviction, and talk with uh, true caring in our hearts that we we do want to help. We do want to make sure that the guys know. Just like I want to make sure you know, and Ronnie knows, and Zach knows, and Mike knows, and Alex knows, and Danny knows and all Whoever. the guys that have come out to the group, you know, Josh knows. And there's there's countless numbers of guys that, that I could name off. They all need to know that, that if they call me and say, hey, Greg, do you have a minute to talk? Yes, I do. You know, um, I will always have that minute for them because my whole purpose right now in life is to help men understand their purpose in life. I don't know what it is. I don't know what their purpose is, but as soon as they figure it out, there's a reason for living. That's right. Um, if it's for their family, if it's for their friends, if it's for their church, if it's for work, if it, whatever their purpose is, whatever God ordained for them, that's what we're trying to help you guys figure out and, and, and get convicted in your boldness to lead, lead your families, lead your workplaces. You know, um, that's our mission is to help guys be more effective leaders, step up so we can change our communities, change our little cities that we're in, change our churches, um, change ourselves. Cause if, if you want to seek change, if you want to see change in your community, you got to change yourself. How does that work? Well, yeah. we got to find something to follow to, to, uh, lead us. That's outside of ourselves. We got work to do, man. Dave said it on Sunday. Hey bro, you know, I don't have the luxury to sit around crying in my beer. I got work to do, Greg. You got work to do, brother. What's that work? Hey, we get, We've been here sweating in this room for 45 minutes, sweating with no AC. We got, we did some work tonight. We got some work. Tonight. I hope that uh, if you're listening to this, you got built up in encourage and strengthen, man. I say that all the time. And uh, if you live in Santa Cruz, yeah, come, come on out. out. Ain't about to work out. Join us. It's it's not what everybody thinks. Everybody sees the pictures on the Instagram and the Facebooks and goes, man, those guys with beards, they're they're lifting heavy stuff. The point of I don't have a beard. I shaved already. You shaved again. <laughs> Well, I can see I'm looking right at you. But Somebody asked me today, hey, do you guys have YouTube? Like, no, it's just no video. It's just audio right now. Yeah, it's We're just not, audio. We're not that caliber. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do it soon, but you guys, you got to be careful. Um, anyway, no, we don't, we don't, we're not doing this to hurt guys. We're not doing this to, to show off. We're not doing it. We're doing this. Every guy that comes out, I don't care what fitness level you're at. Um, you could you could be there just to fellowship with us. If you got a bad back, if you got a bad leg, it doesn't matter. Let's work on some fitness and you can walk with us you can hike with us you can do these little things you don't have to be a power lifter and we can build that mind yes yes because ultimately the mind the body follows mental the health mind. yeah that's right it's a, it's a good good segue that's good dude. stuff yeah that's good stuff and uh hopefully we'll see you guys soon yeah we'll see leave you a comment soon. if this is helping you yeah please do if you um you see the comment section on the podcast there um go ahead and and 
feel free to give us any feedback you got. Good, negative, whatever. We need the feedback just to know that you guys are alive. Yeah, that's right. We I need to know six. you guys have a pulse and that uh, six. The, the leaders out six. there want more. IGY6. So, um, IGY6. We'll transfer with a different IGY6. music. <laughs> IGY6. <laughs> it's been a long day. Peace. Have a good one, guys. Later. <laughs>